Today, um, we're going to talk to you. We're back. We're still in the Jesus Together series. I thought TJ did an amazing job um, last week, and, uh, and that message just went right in line with, with this Together series uh, and, and a call to us about stepping in to not ourselves and not our talents and, and our abilities. We should absolutely use those for the kingdom, but step into the full power and anointing that God has promised and given us in Jesus Christ. And, and today we're going to kind of continue that thought um, at the pool of Bethesda, right? Very familiar scripture, very familiar story. We've seen this portrayed uh, a lot of different ways and a lot of messages. But, but at least in my opinion today, it's going to be a little bit different because uh, I've never seen or heard it presented the way God gave it to me for this time. And, and we're going to challenge you with this idea of choice today, right? You have a choice to make. We make choices every day. Amen? And, and some of those choices are good choices. Some of those choices are bad choices. And we have no one to blame but ourselves. And a lot of our problem is we like to point blame. Right? A lot of our problem is we like to defend our choices. And the reality is that most of the time, all we're doing by, by blaming or pointing other ways is we're putting ourselves in a deeper position of blame. Amen? Because we're not confessing and we're not stepping up to, to be all that we've been called to be. Amen? And so we're going to present this idea to you, and we're going to walk through the scriptures this morning. But, but the idea is this. The man at the pool is posed a question by Jesus. And because of that question, he has to make a choice, right? And then the Pharisees wanted to point fingers and blame and accuse Jesus. And Jesus gave them a choice as well. Amen? And that choice is something that we have to choose to make a lot of times. He ultimately tells the Pharisees, and we'll walk our way to it, but he ultimately says to them, I'm either God or I'm a blasphemer. And if I'm a blasphemer... Crucify me. And they chose the second. They made the second choice. They chose to crucify him and chose to see him and consider him a blasphemer. Today, today, we're making that choice every single day. We're choosing that Jesus is God. Jesus is working and Jesus is moving. And all of the power and all of the glory of heaven was manifest in him and passed to us. And we choose that Jesus is either Lord of lords, King of kings. Not a king, not a Lord, but Lord of lords, King of kings. He presides over them all. We're either choosing him in his fullness Or we're choosing less and we're living less because of it. Amen? So what choice are you making? Amen? You say, man, you're, you're at the punch at the beginning. Amen? It's because I want you thinking about it. I want you thinking about it. I want you considering it. And I want you to understand that when we talk about wholeness, we're talking about something that goes far more than impotence. Far more than something that says, there is an affliction in my body. There's an affliction in my mind. Amen. Some of us want to hold on to those things so we get sympathy. Some of us want to hold on to those things so we get attention. Some of us want to hold on to our pain so that everyone sees us. And we think it anoints us as something. But what anoints us is crushing. 
What anoints us is our ability to say that we have stepped from death, pain. We have stepped from death to life. And we have become new. And we walk in the power and the glory and the manifest of glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is where we're called, church. And until we make that choice, we will never be whole. Amen. So wholeness takes us far beyond a pool. Takes us far beyond our ailments and our afflictions. It takes us into the peace and into the hope and into the life that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's look in John chapter 5 at our scriptures today. Starting at verse 1. It says, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity, thirty in eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had, now, he had been now a long time, in that case he saith to him, Wilt thou be made whole? Amen? Wilt thou be made whole? Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub you a little bit this morning. Is that okay? Huh? Everybody in a good place? Because I'm going to push you. I'm going to push you today. Amen? But I'm going to push you to better. I'm going to push you to higher. I'm going to push you to glory. Amen? Not going to push you because I got a bad attitude. Not going to push you because I think I'm something when I'm nothing. Amen? But I'm going to push you because I've seen the power of God work in people's lives and move them to new places. Amen? So it's with that in mind I'm going to push you today. So is that okay? Is that okay? Amen? If we are walking... And we are pursuing the fullness of God. Then we are going to make choices. And we are going to make decisions. That in today's language and culture. Level us up. Amen. What do I mean by that? It means that we are going to step into something. That is closer and closer to God and defined by His workmanship rather than defined by this life and rather than being defined by man and by flesh. Amen? If you remember earlier in this series, we, we talked about when Jesus met with Nicodemus. When Jesus met with Nicodemus and Nicodemus was trying to make sense of it all, Jesus said the, this phrase to him, flesh is flesh, spirit. Is spirit. Amen? And so, when, and, and, and so all of this falls in line. Jesus isn't, Jesus isn't radically switching the message from conversation to conversation to conversation. He went from Nicodemus to the woman at the well. And he told the, women, the woman at the well, you worship, you know not what. Amen? And he tells her that God is seeking, God is looking for those who what? Worship him in spirit and in truth. Flesh is flesh. Spirit is spirit. Amen? 
So Jesus is, is not out there just radically changing the, the message depending upon who he's talking with, but he's relating the message with everyone he's talking with. And he is saying to everyone that he's talking with, I'm pushing you past flesh. I'm pushing you past your understanding. Amen? Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Amen? I am pushing you beyond your understanding into a place that is unknown to you and into a place that is unknown to your thinking and into a place that you can't take responsibility for and be forced to lift your hands and praise God for. Amen? Understand, God, does, God wants our success. God wants us to, to live lives, amen, that point to him. I don't think he cares so much about what earthly titles we have. I don't think he cares so much about the bank accounts. I don't think he cares so much about status symbols in this life. Amen. I, I was, we were getting ready to come here yesterday for, for Jordy's birthday party, and, and, and I was kind of mixed match. We didn't have power because of the windstorm, and I was cleaning branches that had fallen out of trees up and this and that and the other and, and, and so forth. And Isaac kind of looked at me and said, you going like that? I was like, yep. Yep. Amen. Because I'm not, I'm not pursuing status. I have no interest in, in earthly status. Why? Because flesh is flesh. Flesh is flesh. I don't want to hand anything to God that says I grew fleshly, but I would much rather hand something to God that says I grew spiritually. I grew spiritually. I grew in the passion and the fervor of who you are, God. And not in the passion and fervor of who I am. Amen? And, and that is our pursuit and that is our goal. And it is so foreign to what culture teaches. It is so foreign from what even today's church culture teaches. Amen? That we have a hard time with it. We have a hard time grasping it. And we want more. Amen? And, and we sang that song this morning about wanting more. Amen? And, and the more is being whole. The more is being whole, the more is having peace, the more is having joy, the more is not laying up treasures for ourselves on this earth, amen, where if we get, a, if we get this or if we get that, and it doesn't matter what the list is, but if we get this or we get that, we think we're blessed, right? Friends, when we get blessed, it's when God chooses to move in our life. It is when God chooses to show up and say, I see spirit and truth. I see humbleness. I, I see pursuit of my glory. And because of the pursuit of my glory, I'm going to come and be right there. Amen. That's blessing, church. That's blessing. That's power. And that's fervor like nothing else this world can give us. Amen. And that's why Jesus tells us from the early stages of his ministry, flesh is flesh and spirit is spirit. Amen. And he continues that message. He continues that message here. And he comes to this group of people, withered and hurt and lame and struggling, pain, of every measure. We saw the, the quick list it gave us there in Scripture. And we see that uh, we're told that, that an angel would come and stir the water. Now, there, there's actually no historical uh, record of, of what took place. 
here or why this happened or when it began or, or whatever, but, but no one seemed to dispute it. Amen. Jesus didn't seem to dispute it. The angels or the, the disciples didn't seem to dispute it. So there had to be something to it. And so Jesus comes to this man and he sees this man and he, he, he reasons and discerns within himself that he'd been there for a long time. Amen. Have you been somewhere for a long time? Have you been choosing something for a long time? Have you been playing the part and playing the role and looking, looking good in one element, but back inside you are hurting and, and you are bending and you are having the biggest struggle ever because you keep making choices that don't align yourself with God? Amen. Jesus has come that we might be delivered from pain. Jesus has come that we might be delivered from sickness. And Jesus has come that we might be delivered from addiction. And understand this, wherever you are and whatever you're doing and whatever walk of life you've been in and whatever choice you've made, that doesn't need to be your testimony. Amen? Five years from now, depression doesn't need to be your testimony. Ten years from now, addiction doesn't need to be your testimony. Amen. Twenty years from now, amen, whatever the pain and whatever the struggle doesn't need to be your testimony. But your testimony needs to be the fact that God delivered you from it. And it's not even part of your speech anymore, but that you are walking in the glory. In the glory of who God is. Amen. That, that's testimony. That's testimony. That's passing from death unto life. That is wholeness, my friend. Is when our past and our pain and our struggle isn't even in our vocabulary anymore. Doesn't even come from our lips anymore. But we speak of the blessing. Of spiritual manifestation with God and his glory. And it does works in our life beyond, beyond comprehension. Beyond comprehension. Amen. That is testimony. That is power. And that is glory. Amen. And if we're going to stand up and if we're going to talk about the goodness of God, we got to quit wallowing around in the same mud pits. Amen. And maybe, maybe we've removed ourselves from the mud pit physically, but we haven't removed ourselves from the mud pit mentally. Amen. Amen. And we're still wallowing in it. Amen. That's no testimony. That's no testimony. But the testimony is when we're made whole. And when God says that he's done a work in our life, we claim it and we walk in it and we live in it every day. Rather than manipulating the story. Manipulating the situation, manipulating the, the circumstances of how we're seen and how it looks and what it becomes. Amen? Some of us blame others. Some of us blame ourselves. And any level of blame is a level of flesh that says, I haven't healed. It's a, level, it's a level of reasoning that says, I don't have the power of God working in this. Amen? And I'm not delivered to it. Jesus asked the man. 
He said, Wilt thou be made whole? Whole. Amen. Not just physically, but mentally. Amen. Look at what he says here. The impotent man answered him, verse 7. Sir, I have no man. You need to quit waiting on flesh to deliver you. I have no man. No man. Amen. If you want to be made whole, you need Jesus. You need the power and glory of his might. You need the essence of who he is and what he brings and what he delivers you to be. Amen. That we will soak up everything coming and going that gives us a moment of peace. A moment of inspiration. A moment of hope. And we'll live our lives going from moment to moment to moment to moment with a whole lot of pain and struggle in between. Amen? That's not deliverance, friend. That's struggle. That is struggle. Amen? Deliverance is when we grab hold of who Jesus is and what Jesus is and all that Jesus has promised us. And we choose to live there. We, we choose to think there. We choose to allow it to guide our lives. And change our mindset. And draw us into the power and glory of his presence in all circumstances, in all situations. Amen? And be whole. Amen? As long as we jump from man to man, as long as we jump from man to man, and as long as we jump... From, from moment to moment, and as long as we jump from inspiration to inspiration, amen, and never fully latch on to Jesus Christ, amen, we are struggling. Amen? And Jesus doesn't, Jesus doesn't answer the man, do you want to feel better today? Right? I mean, you might, you might think, well, you know, Jay's just kind of stirring now, amen? But, but no, I, I want you to get this. I want you to get this. Jesus doesn't come to the man and say, hey, do you, you want a 10-second you, you TikTok video to make you feel better? Huh? You, you, want a, you want a YouTube message, amen, to make you clap your hands and feel good for an hour? Amen? Maybe, maybe two hours because we'll share that out there and everybody will comment on it and we'll, we'll have some exchanges. Amen? I'm not saying you're evil if you do those things, amen, but here's what I'm saying. Amen, I want you past that. Amen, I'm pushing. I want you past that. I want you living in glory. Amen, I want you, I want you living in the fire. I want the chains broken. Amen, and I want the fullness of God working and operating and moving in your life. Amen, why? Why, pastor? Because flesh is flesh. Spirit, spirit. Amen? And as long as you're wallering in the flesh, you will waller. 
You'll get muddier and you'll get dirtier and you will stink all the more. Amen. You say, wait a minute. I started to put my deodorant on. That's not the kind of stink I'm talking about. Amen. Friends, God wants to do a work in your life. Amen. Say that. God wants to do a work in my life. Say it. God wants to do a work in my life. Put your foot down and stomp your, stomp your fist and say it. God wants to do a work in my life. Amen. He does. He does. He wants you whole. And he gave his son that you might be whole. That no matter what the enemy does and no matter what the enemy says and no matter what the enemy takes from you or adds on to you, you can stand triumphant because you said, I rest in Jesus and I don't rest in the world. Amen. And when we live with that mind and we live with that heart, the enemy has no authority and no power over us because Jesus is our authority. Amen. And that is whole. That is whole and that is powerful. Amen. I had my 10-second TikTok last night, if you noticed. Amen. I'm kind of just flipping in between fights, right? They're on really late and... And Luke and Courtney had us over for Wings and UFC last night for my birthday. And, and, and so I'm trying to stay awake in between flights, right, because it gets really slow. And I'm old, right, so I can't stay awake late like I used to. Amen. And so I'm, I'm just kind of flipping through, waiting for all the talk to end and the next fight to come on. And uh, I'm flipping through, and I see, this, I see this scene, right? And I, I don't know who said it. I don't know who did it or whatever because I, I don't normally pay a whole lot of attention to who's who. Because don't care. But, but it's, it's about these lions marching in the battle. Amen. And, and it just kind of got me for a minute. Amen. And I shared it. Not because I was having 10 seconds. Amen. But because I was claiming a lifestyle. I was claiming a mindset. I, I was saying I'm here. And I want you with me. Amen. And so when you see me share something like that, I'm not looking for 10 seconds. I'm way past 10 seconds. But I am inviting you to go with me. And I clarified it when I shared it. And I said, who's with me? I'm not asking a question. I'm making a battle cry because we're telling the enemy that today you have no power. You have no authority. And we are breaking your chains. Amen. All this crap is just him standing in front of us, mocking us and deceiving us, trying to make us think he's something. And the reality is he's nothing. Amen? And we need to start telling him. We need to start telling him that Jesus has dominion in the house. Jesus has dominion in me. Amen? Jesus has dominion over my home. Jesus has dominion over all that I do. Amen? I'm way past 10 seconds, devil. Amen. And you're defeated. You're defeated. You play games with me, I'll defeat you again through the power and glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Playing too many games. Playing too many games. Amen. Playing too much flesh. Amen. I don't want flesh. I want spirit. Amen. Spirit. The man says, I have no man that when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith up to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. Amen. 
We're, we're, we're backtracking to Nicodemus again here. Amen? Nicodemus, when posed the question about being born again, he said, what, am I supposed to enter my mother's womb again? How does that work, Jesus? And Jesus says to him, unless you are born of water and spirit. Amen? Jesus amplifying that, that instruction. Jesus amplifying that condition one more time. Saying to us, saying to us, I don't care about the troubled water. I don't care about these circumstances and these situations. If you want to be, oh, stand up and be delivered. Stand up and be delivered. Choose me. Choose me. Choose me. And I'll handle it all. I'll hold you together. I'll rise you up in the face of your enemies. And I'll ensure that every weapon formed against you fails. Amen? Doesn't say it won't be formed. Don't, doesn't mean that ugly people won't rise up. Amen? But what it says is they will fail. Why? Because we're whole in Jesus. We are whole in the glory and the, and the being and the manifestation of Jesus Christ. Amen? So the question, church, really to us is, will we be whole? Will we be made whole? Are we, are we so busy looking at man are we so busy looking at, at, at moment to moment to moment rather than fully being put back together again by the power and glory of Jesus Christ? Amen. While you're in this world, you'll have tribulation. Amen. There's going to be stupid stuff happen that you can't control. Amen. And it hurts. It hurts. I don't, I, don't take away, I don't take away the reality that it hurts. But here's the reality. The real reality is that Jesus won't leave you. And he won't forsake you. And he won't make the pain. And he won't make the darkness. And he won't make the stuff your testimony. Amen. He will make his glory in you the testimony. Amen. And we've got to be we've got to be willing to get there. We got to be willing to fight our way there. Amen. When G, when this this guy this guy's like, "Lord, I need someone to lift me in the water. Lord, I need somebody. Lord, I need no you need me. You need me." Amen. If we read between these lines, Jesus is saying, "Man, Jesus is saying, whatever. Jesus is rolling his eyes and saying, you don't need any of that. You need me. Take up your bed and walk. Amen? That's not a, that's not a, take up your bed and walk. Everything's going to be okay. Amen? And I don't see any of that from Jesus right here. And I don't, I, don't see, I don't see Jesus operating in empathy at all right here. But what I see Jesus doing in this moment is operating in victory, saying, rise up! Take up your bed and walk. What is he saying? He's saying, you take that struggle, and you take that pain, and you take that crap that's been dealt to you. You take that hurt. You take that addiction. You take that suicide. You take, you take that depression. You take that, that infirmity. You take that uh, doctor's announcement of what's wrong with you. You take up that bed, and you put it on your shoulder, and you walk. Come on. Walk. Amen. 
Will you be made whole? That's your choice. That's your choice. Amen? We can pray a hundred prayers with you. Pray a hundred prayers over you. We can pray a million prayers because we believe. Amen? But you got to choose, honey. You got to choose. You got to choose the power and you got to choose the glory and you got to choose to stand up and walk in that glory. Amen? Jesus, Jesus didn't mince a lot of words here. If you look, if you look, there's not a whole lot of red. Amen. If you have a red letter Bible, there ain't a whole lot of red in this conversation. Jesus is very pointed and he's very matter of fact. Will you be made whole? And then, and then you know, you get, you get the question and then you get them. Well, there's no one. And, and Jesus is kind of like, whatever, take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Because I've brought glory to you today. I've brought power to you today. I've brought promise to you today that nobody can break. That nobody can take away. That nobody can say, isn't yours. Because I've supplied it to you. Amen takes us back to the cleansing vessels at the very beginning of this series. Amen. Jesus said, they don't have any wine. Amen. At the wedding feast in Canaan. They don't have any wine. And Jesus looks at his mom and says, what do I have to do with you? Another moment from Jesus. I don't care if they don't have any wine. I'm not here to, I'm not here to make their wedding and their party go perfect. Amen. But he started looking around and he saw, oh, I, I, I do see why I am here. Amen. So bring me the cleansing vessels. Amen. Bring me the cleansing vessels. Because I'm going, oh, I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel the cleansing vessel. Amen. I'm going to fill up the cleansing vessel. Amen. And I'm going to make a change because of the cleansing vessel. Because I am the cleansing vessel. I am the one, amen, that will take water and change it to wine. Amen. I don't care if the angel comes and stirs the water. I'm the new wine. I'm the one that changes your life. I'm the one that makes a decision on who you are from this day forward. Amen. And so Jesus says, rise, rise. Are you in a pit today? You in a hog pen today? Your heart broken today? Your dreams crushed and shattered today? Jesus says the same thing to you. He says to this man, rise. Rise. Amen? You have a choice to make. Rise. Rise. Amen? And he ain't playing. He ain't playing. He's not on TikTok with his little thing. All right. Take up your bed and walk. No, he doesn't, he doesn't pitch the phone. Amen. And he's speaking into your heart. He's speaking into your heart and he's speaking into your mind and he's speaking into your circumstance. And he's saying, rise. Take this garbage and put it where it belongs on your shoulder and walk it. Walk it to hell where it belongs. Amen. When he cast the demons out from Legion, what did they beg? What did they beg? Don't send me into the darkness. Don't send me into the darkness. Amen. And so Jesus, even, 
even having mercy on the demons, Jesus cast them into the pigs. Amen? And the pigs couldn't stand it, so they ran into the lake and, and killed themselves, and they still ended up in darkness. Amen? Listen, your bed, your circumstances, your situation, your adversary, the person, the person bringing hate and bringing shame and bring, bringing pain into your life, amen? The demons in them belong in darkness, amen? But Jesus will still to this day have mercy even to those who don't deserve it, amen? So you let him be God, and you quit playing God, amen, and you receive your healing. You receive your hope. You receive your promise. And put that bed on your shoulder and walk and do it with some sass when you do it. Amen. amen? Let the power and the glory of God sass you up. And you walk with all of the enemies and the adversaries looking at you, showing them. That you have the authority and the dominion and the power of Jesus Christ in your life. Amen. You claim his power. And you claim his glory. Because if we don't, if we don't, we will continue to struggle. And immediately the man was made whole. Immediately. Amen. Do we understand the power of Jesus Christ? Do we understand the hope of Jesus Christ? Do we understand the peace, amen, that passes all understanding of Jesus Christ? Immediately, the man was made whole. Amen. Jesus don't play no games, right? Jesus Jesus isn't isn't barking out rise and, and walk commands, amen, just because he needs 30 seconds on TikTok. He's barking out rise and walk commands because he wants you whole. Whole. Complete. Complete. Full. Amen. Complete and full. If you go back to the Hebrew of that word whole, complete and full are also words that can be used in that place. Complete. And full. Amen. Complete of what? Complete of Jesus. Full of what? Full of Jesus. Whole from what? Everything else. Everything else. Amen. Why? Flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. Flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. Amen. Immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. I hope it was sassy too. And on the same day, was the Sabbath. Here we go. Religion's setting in. Amen. We got a choice to make. We got a choice to make. Religion's setting in. On the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews. Amen. Understand this. John. John is ministering this gospel to us. Right? John is ministering this moment to us. Here in this moment of scripture. Amen. What does it tell me when I read John. A Jew. Telling me the Jews. Amen. What is he doing? He is differentiating himself from them. He's saying, I, that's not me anymore. That's not who I am. That's not who I act. Amen. That might have been what I was. That might have been what my heritage was. That might have been what my lineage was. But I belong to Jesus now. 
I belong to Jesus. Now, amen, even, even in the simplest of things, God is showing us that it is possible to be distinct and solely aligned with Jesus Christ. Distinct and solely aligned with Jesus Christ. John says, the Jews. The Jews. Not me. Amen? Not me anymore. Why? Because I belong to Jesus. Amen? The Jews... I mean, I just, I, that, that's extra. I just thought that was good when it popped out of a page on me. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me fix my coat. Let me fix my tie. Oh, wait, what? Huh? Amen. Let me, let me look the part, right? Let me make sure I have the proper authority. Amen. It is the Sabbath day. And, and, and you're carrying your bed. Hmm. Kind of getting out why John wanted to differentiate himself. Huh? Yeah, I ain't that. That's not me. It's the Sabbath day. It's not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. You see, they had a choice to make. The power of God had manifested itself in Jesus Christ. And they had to choose whether to acknowledge it or not. And here's a reality. They were intimidated by the power and authority of Jesus Christ. So rather than approach him, they approached the man who was healed. They approached the man who just out of his deliverance is now faced with with trying to, to deal with their combativeness. Amen? That's exactly how the devil does us. Amen? And they asked him, what man is it that which said unto thee, take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away. A multitude being in that place, and afterward Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest the worst thing come unto thee. And the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which made him whole. Listen, we, we have seen God's presence these last several weeks. Amen? We've seen it here. We've seen it at Asbury. We've seen it in the Philippines. We've seen it in, in numerous places, God pouring out His glory. And in that, we all have to answer a question. Amen? Because some Jew, some Jew... Some devil, amen, is going to ask us who it was. And we got to make a choice. We got to make a choice. We got to make a choice on whether we're going to claim the power and glory of Jesus Christ over our life or whether we're going to run to the accuser and point to Jesus. And Jesus, as we read through the story and as we read through the things that follow, Jesus ultimately says to the Pharisees that they've got to make a choice. You either believe I'm God or you crucify me. You choose to call me a blasphemer and you crucify me. And we've got to make that same choice, church. 
we got to make that same choice. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And I believe that he has died for my sins and I claim his work on the cross and I claim his resurrection for my own that I might pass from death unto life and step into the fullness of his glory and not be held back from it any longer and receive all that he's promised to me for it. Amen. Or I'd be like everyone else and just, just point, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the one that made him. Made him act crazy in church. Amen. That's, that's the one that made him, made him talk about this Jesus all the time. Amen. That's the guy. Amen. Is Jesus just a guy? Man, or is he the fulfillment of your life? We have to make that choice, church. We have to make that choice. Amen. And sometimes flesh is flesh. And, and this life sucks. Amen. I know some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, he said, he said that up there. I can't believe he said that up there. Yeah, dude, sometimes life sucks. Amen. Sometimes it does. But my wholeness comes from Jesus. My sass, praise God, comes from Jesus. Amen. It ever comes from me. Y'all punch me in the face. Amen. But it comes from Jesus. And it's real and it's alive. And it makes me whole. It makes me 